0: Welcome to Harvest Time, my name is Chris Harper and our host on this program is Pastor Gary Walton, the lead pastor of Harvest Baptist Church. We spend these 25 minutes together every week telling you the stories of our church, interviewing our members and other friends of the ministry. We have two services at church on Sunday morning, one at 8.45 a.m. and the other at 10.45 a.m. We have Japanese and Korean translation available during that 10.45 a.m. service. And that's when we also have our live stream at hbcguam.org, hbcguam.org. This week, true community from Hebrews 10, 24 and 25. Let's begin today's harvest time by welcoming Pastor Gary Walton. Hi, Pastor.
1: Hey, Hapa Day, Chris. Good to see you again. And uh, thanks for uh, telling people about Sunday, We're going to take a couple of weeks and talk uh, about our theme for the year. So we introduced this a few weeks ago at our Vision Sunday, this idea of true community directly from Hebrews chapter 10, where the scriptures tell us to, uh, you know, exhort each other, encourage each other, and continue to meet together. And so we're going to take a look at those very important verses this Sunday. And uh, I hope uh, if you don't have a church home, Yeah, we'd love to invite you to come and join us Uh, every week. God is bringing people from across our island uh, to worship together, and we, uh, you know, we're going to sing together, we're going to fellowship, and then we're going to look into the scriptures. and The Bible's so important to us; it provides this guide for life, this foundation for our lives. And so, we'd love to be able to uh, share with you this Mm -hmm. Sunday. So, um, we'd invite you to come. And uh, we had a great. Uh, week this past Sunday and um, today on Harvest Time we have the opportunity to spend a little bit of time talking with Mark Zimmer. Um, so first of all, welcome, Mark. Thank you, Pastor. Mark and Diane Zimmer have uh, been, uh, you know, on the radio quite a bit over the years as they've come here. Mark and Diane are are missionaries and church planners on the island of Yap, and uh, they just have a fantastic story of what God's done in their lives and. Um, are on their way back to YAP right now. And I'm not going to pull the story because I'm going to ask you some questions about it. But, Mark, you've been in YAP since 2004, right? Yes, that's correct. And would you tell us – I know you've – I'm sure you've told this story before, but there's going to be some here listening that this is going to be the first time they're introduced to you. Um, Tell us – first of all, maybe just tell us what you would – how you would describe it if we'd say that you're a missionary to Yap. And then if you describe how did that happen, you know, how did you end up, you know, from the States to living on Yap with your family?
2: So I was a roofing contractor and going to church and just listening to the services and getting involved in the church. But I heard a message preached on Daniel and I just, it just really touched me and I had been memorizing some scripture and i came to the verse that said um do the work of an evangelist in second timothy i think it's chapter 4 and god just really spoke to me and he's it it said do the work of an evangelist and fulfill the ministry that god called you to do mm-hmm. i didn't know what that really meant but um as time went on my heart was bent toward missions which is um going to other countries and um sharing the gospel so we we just kind of opened ourselves up to wherever God was going to take us. We went to mission trip in Puerto Rico. We went to Africa. And um, then my brother was um, looking at possibly going to uh, Micronesia. So I actually went on the survey trip with him and Bob to, yeah. to Yap. And we actually slept in the office of the church I'm the pastor of now. Oh, wow, so, yeah. Um, it was, um, yeah, so... Being a missionary was, for me, it was moving my family um, across the sea. It's not that way for everybody, but um, and then just digging in there and making friends, establishing relationships, and um, working with people and trying to see the gospel go forward that way. So you were,
1: you know, just happily working a job, you owning a, owning, managing a roofing company and the next thing you know i mean there's some time you know you're
2: in yap with a young family right yes i just i felt called to preach and um i knew that evangelism was my was what god had gifted me gifted me with and um before i knew it um the lord had opened all the doors and we ended up in yap and um we had our little two-month-old with us at the time so and levi hadn't been born yet but um yeah, so God just um, moved us there, and we just made that our home. And you really
1: have made it your home. I mean, this yes. is this is home for you. I want to ask you some questions in a minute about you know currently God's doing some really amazing things in your family. But let me back up just a little bit more. So five children, is that right? You and yes, Diana sir. Have five children. Yeah. Um, what are their ages right now? And then tell us about raising a
2: family on Yap. So, Joseph is our oldest, and he's uh, 25 now, and then Caleb is our youngest, he's 12. So, they kind of range in that uh, period there. But, um, so... Then we have Cherith, she's 20, and then John Mark is 21, and um, Caleb is 18. And Caleb and Levi are going back with us. But raising our family out there, I just I really focused on trying to make it fun for the kids as much as we could. We had adventures on the water, snorkeling. We went into the jungle and got land crabs with the people. Um, we do lots of things that the locals do, which are really fun to do, and it involves nature. Um, and then at home, I tried to make the home, our home, a happy place that was livable for the family um, just so that we could have some longevity as far as staying there. I wanted to make sure that um, they, they would recognize that as home to them and it was comfortable for them to live. Um, yeah. What's unique about the
1: ministry there? I mean, serving the, the Lord, that's your, your desire to serve God. Um, a church in Yap. I mean, it's different than a church on Guam in some
2: ways, different than maybe a church in the States. What do you think is unique about it? I think the the most unique thing is that we live right next to the church. So on, on the day that we're going to have activities, we just walk out of our house, we go into the church. That's... And um, it's kind of open air. Everything's open air, really casual. Um, you just come as you are. And um, the people just kind of trickle in. We get started whenever everyone shows up. So... Um, It sometimes we're a little late, but we try to keep on time. There's really not a a time schedule like there is here. Um, But that's unique. And then our activities, everybody just plays um, volleyball before and after church. And um, it's it's a little bit different than the American church. Um, But um, our focus is, you know, edifying, just trying to teach people the Bible and um, to show them that, It's not necessarily a Western way of living, it's God's way of living that we're trying to teach them. Um, On Sunday night, uh, you and
1: Diane shared just a powerful testimony of uh, how God has used you over the last 20 years, um, 18 years, and then then some difficulties of the last two years, and uh, the privilege to go back. you shared a lot of really cool things about what God has done most recently in the church there. Let's start with that. Um, and, uh, you know, a couple, well, a new building that went up. um, and, you know,
2: tell us a little bit of the details of that. So, um, yeah, the Lord laid it on our heart. Our church was growing quite a bit. And, um, so we needed a bigger building to meet in. And, um, so the Lord, um, burdened our hearts this last term, um it was about a two-year period where we went back with the supplies we needed and we started the building project Um, we got the the permission from our our chief of our village and he was behind it and even purchased uh, uh, or or donated some things for the building Um, but we had some of the harvest guys come back and help us in the summer just to mill wood and we have a sawmill that we use to make um, Made the wood for the building, and then we had teams from Harvest coming as well, and then we had different contractors that donated their time, and the Lord brought in the contractors we needed just at the right time, and we got that project done right before um, the the flights closed. So um, then we had opportunity to um, do the electrical and get everything ready for meeting in it. So that was really really a blessing.
1: So it's a it's a meeting place a gathering place. I mean, like how many people can fit, or how big is the building,
2: and how many people? So we we think we can fit about 250 people in there comfortably, and the other building. Um, was quite a bit more narrow and quite a bit shorter than this building so um th- in my container this time i have 200 new chairs that we're going to bring at the time we had about 120 chairs that we were using and there weren't enough seats for everybody so yeah it's going to be exciting well
1: yeah it's really exciting to see and to experience a little bit of what god is doing there i mean people are coming to the church why i mean they they're
2: coming you know what's what? What do you see as the reason why you have so many people coming to Yeah well, Baptist Church? I think we've had um, a lot of families that have been reunited, and yeah. and they'll tell their friends that God can do this in their lives as well. And we have a lot of youth programs for the kids. Um, Truly's doing a great job um, working with the young people, and so I think it's it's been attractive to see um, you know families that are supposed are seemingly getting things right and and um so it's been attractive for the the islanders to see that
1: yeah well the the challenges for families are worldwide but there's a lot of struggles here on the islands um for you know families that would remain together and husbands that'd be faithful to their wives and so um yeah to see god healing and restoring families that's a pretty awesome thing and makes people say hey you know what's going on there yeah um uh it's, harvest has been um you know so burdened for your ministry first of all we just see god's hand on on your life and have been a part of the ministry kind of all along and you know in some ways um you mentioned a couple teams that came over and were part of the building uh, and then we've had the opportunity to partner together with uh you know, the education of a lot of kids. In fact, on yeah. Sunday night, when you and Diane gave your testimonies, we were able to see the students at HBBC at Harvest Baptist Bible College, that are from Yap and from Fice and from Ulithi. And I mean, it's, I don't know what the number was, maybe close to 30 students, I'm not sure, or something like that, but a lot that are really the fruit of your ministry there. Um, that was exciting.
2: So could you explain sort of the connections for, the, for HBBC? so we um have been really blessed that some of our young men who have gone to hbbc have come back with a burden um to share the gospel on their own islands and um so um we've been blessed to see a um a guy go to Fice and start a ministry there and then um james went to ulithi and is um working there in the school teaching and also has a bible study there which is um just really touching a lot of lives and it's cool to see that God can use people that are willing to serve him if they're surrendered to him he'll use them yeah so. well it's been cool for
1: us to see that too God's faithfulness there mark when you uh left here or left yap um to go back to the states right as covid was getting going on um there's a there's a story about Diane's health and could you could you just walk us through that a little bit I'm sorry she wasn't sure. able to be here but if you can give her a story a little bit
2: sure she was um, in March she noticed that um, there was a lump and she said, I don't know what this is, but I think um, we need to check it out. So she called, my brother-in-law's a, a family doctor, and he said, well, I'll get you some antibiotic, and you try this, maybe it'll it'll go away. And she tried the antibiotic, and it wasn't an infection. It kept growing, and um, so we, we were fearing the worst, and sure enough, it, when we came back to the States in August, um, we found out that it was um, triple negative cancer, breast cancer and so it began a journey that lasted um over a year and a half and in very painful um really rough waters Mm -hmm. um and but the lord carried us through and um we learned a lot about trusting god when you have nowhere else to turn you're at the end of your rope and um you just have to trust the lord that he'll he'll get you through it and he knows what's best Mm -hmm. so Seeing her go through that as a, as a husband is difficult because um, I just didn't know what to do. I, I thought about some people I might know and I called a guy or texted a guy from Harvest here and I said, hey man, what should I do? And he said, just, because his wife had gone through it mm-hmm. and he said, hey, just stay busy. And um, so I tried to stay busy and um, I was always there for Diane and, and tried to help her through that. Um, so it was difficult, you know, during the um, the infusions that she had to go through and it was taxing on her body. and um, those of you that have seen what cancer does, it's it's ravaging and um, but the Lord took us through it and then um, it just seems like a dream, but we're going back. So um, uh, it's cool that God is um, he's real and he's faithful. Yeah, and there were some down days in that, right? There sure were, yeah. Many days that I, I even questioned the Lord on a lot of mm-hmm. things. And, um, but I always knew that he was the rock and that um, his way is perfect. And so um, even though my, my mind was questioning, my heart was never questioning, I knew that God was going to take care of us.
1: I really appreciate you saying that
2: because
1: um, I think some people – um that are christians they're they're christ followers they go through hard times can be all kinds of different things and and uh and feel like you know maybe they didn't hold up to what they should have done through that time they feel like they have some doubts or you know you just said you questioned god at some times and and for a lot of people they just must feel like oh i must I must be a bad Christian, or maybe I can't live up to the standard. And for sure, if somebody that was like a missionary or a pastor, if they went through this, they'd ha- they'd handle this in this way. And your faith was was strong,
2: but there's sometimes when you when you do have real questions, right? Absolutely, I I doubted my heart. I remember crying out to God, and um, just didn't know what what was going on or how He would even use this for anything good, um, but you know, just kept coming back to the fact that God loves me and that he is a loving heavenly father that cares about us and that he He wouldn't give us something that was more than we could handle. So mm-hmm. I kept saying to myself, God must know that I can handle this or he wouldn't continue to give us more. And um, sure enough, he He knew and we were able to get through it. Yeah. So, And God's um, given
1: um, Diane, uh, you know, health that she's able to come back. The doctors have
2: said it's good, right, to come that's back. That's Correct. Yep. And they said just check, check up on it in about nine months, and then. Um, so yeah, she's excited to get back, and um, she, she can't believe it either. So, <laughs> well, it's been
1: cool hearing both of you guys talk about. Um, we got to get home, right? Yeah. I mean, some people would see the other. You, you both grew up in the States, right? Yeah. Um, grew up, up know, in Wisconsin, <laughs> in Wisconsin. Yep. Yeah. And your family extended families all there. You're from a large family. I know yep. Diane's got family there too, but God's really, I mean, Yap is home. It uh, really is our Island. I think I heard Diane say a few times. Yes. So it's been, yeah, just fun for us to watch your excitement. Um, and in fact, Uh, we're recording earlier in the week. I don't think this will air till like Friday or Saturday, but by that time, you should be home, right? Yes, sir. We're going to be there tonight. Yeah, so so we're recording on Tuesday, okay. And uh, so Tuesday night, yes, sir, (laughs) is that final leg of the journey. And I'm pretty sure there's going to be a party. And yeah, (laughs) I think so. They're going to be there waiting for us. So, wow, I can't wait to see some pictures of that. I'm man, my heart feels that just thinking about what God's done. Um, uh could you tell us about some burdens that you'd have as you go back maybe some big picture burdens for ministry and what you
2: desire god to do okay so i'm we're still praying that god will open up some more doors and do it again what he's done on those other islands there's still many islands that um that could use a gospel witness and um even in yap itself i'd love to see um other minis- bible studies started and um, gets more of the the young guys that have trained and have the education and pastoral studies to be able to use that to reach some of these um, kids who have no hope and they mm-hmm. um, they you know they live on an island they don't know what their future holds and um, they get themselves into terrible trouble mm-hmm. and uh, but but jesus is the answer to that mm-hmm. and he can rescue them and um, so I'm looking forward to seeing what God does with that in the future. I know He's He's taking us back there for a reason, Amen. and He's done it before, so I think He's going to do it again. So, um, looking forward to seeing what He does. Actually, God's used you uh, and Diane and
1: your family in uh, mentoring a number of people. Um, what do you think's the big key in helping someone, uh, you know, live a life where they're giving
2: it up? for jesus giving it up for the gospel um i think that god we always look at it as i've got to um i'm not going to be able to do this or this or this yeah but i still believe that god gives it all back to us he gives us he says he'll give us the desires of our hearts Mm -hmm. and um he gives us things that we never dreamed we would have on the field, um, where wherever we're going to serve the Lord, He gives us fun things to do and exciting things to do. And it, the way I view it is, it's an adventure. Um, so I don't. I try not to focus on what I don't have. I focus on what He's giving me today. What do I have today to be thankful for? And that kind of takes away some of the the oh I wish it was different idea. Um, I'm going to focus on. What do I have today that God's given me to enjoy? And um, he, he's given us a lot to enjoy. And so um, for the young guys, I, I really am burdened that we get some more young guys who are willing to serve the Lord. And it's um, it's actually a, it's an adventure. It's exciting when you see God doing the work. And um, I just want to encourage um, people that um, he's giving us – wonderful opportunities in this life but when this life is over no more opportunities to serve him so let's serve him today while we have the chance yeah i'm so uh yeah
1: i just agree so much with your burden um we live in a world where i mean our enemy is doing everything possible to get us distracted by all kinds of stuff from you know from money to possessions to house to whatever and and that's true you know no matter what level of life you're living there always feels like there's something more that if i had that you know um and uh man it's just such an easy distraction for you you and i were talking earlier today i don't remember the words you used uh did you say lay down your life just this burden that we would lay down our lives is that the right terms that you used
2: i the thought really dawned on me that i don't consider myself to have um um, arrived in any way yeah. but in order to for someone to get to to go and and serve for their entire life they someone has to give up their life yeah. and um, they have to be willing to um, lay aside all of their dreams and their goals earthly goals yeah. and try to accomplish something for the Lord and, it, and it's going to be a young man who says I'm, I'm willing Lord to do whatever it is and I, I'm willing to lay down my life and that's the only way, I believe, that we'll be able to reach these generations of young people. Yeah,
1: man, I'm hearing, uh, you know, your heart. You know, here's what I hear walking away from this conversation, Mark. Um, God speaking through you, challenging people, lay down your life, and uh, God will give it back to you. Right? you sure and will. I think that's what Jesus said, right? Yes. Um, he who, uh, you know, owns his life, saves his life, will lose it but he that's willing to give up his life for me and for the gospel, the same shall save it. Um, what's a profit of man if he gains a whole world and loses his own soul? Amen. So, man, I'm, I'm gonna pray with you, pray alongside you and work along with you in order that God would um, continue to burden people. And maybe we, you know, hopefully we can be some examples I would say, lay down your life, God will give you all the desires of your heart. Maybe there's somebody listening right now that says, hey, God's been tugging on my heart about that so thank you to you and uh, diane for your willingness to do that um and uh, i love the blessings that god's given you along with some challenges um i'm so thankful for the fruit that god's given you and uh, i agree with you god doesn't bring you to this spot without and then the opportunity to go back without a plan yes. for that and so we're gonna pray alongside you want to help you however you can Thank you. However we can in that process. So thanks for spending some time here with us at Harvest. We do feel like your family. I know you got family all over the place, but we feel like your family and for us to get these precious, you know, days as you get ready to go, they've been such a blessing for We've us. We've really appreciated it too. Thank you, Pastor. Yeah, awesome.
0: And thank you for listening to Harvest Time this week. Of course, at this point in the program, we always want to invite you to services Sunday at Harvest Baptist Church. We have an 8.45 a.m. service and a 10.45 a.m. service, and we'd love to see you at either. There's Japanese and Korean translation at that 10.45 a.m. service, and that's also the service that we live stream at hbcguam.org, hbcguam.org. This week, True Community, Hebrews 10, 24 and 25. Thanks again for listening to Harvest Time.